the biggest fight on the planet is coming up. A landmark event, even for an organization in questionable times, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is way easier from outside the cage. We don't get hit nearly as hard, and our friends are a lot of fun. I am your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raf Esparza. Raf, how are you doing this evening? Well, very well. You all of us saw that Ensign... You know, who's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, has downgraded himself to a purple belt. I fully support it. I only have one concern, Raf. What's that? Do I also have to devote myself to what I think I should be? Because that's a harsh look in the mirror. <laughs> like, I think I, we I kinda need like to, to keep my status, if that's cool. I think we need to really be honest with each other. So I'm going to downgrade you, and then you can downgrade me. Oh, that's nice. Like a yeah. murder-suicide where it just takes yeah. us back a level egotistically. Yeah, and it's not going to be the worst because here's the thing. I already figure I'm going to get like that board game slide where you just go back to go. <laughs> sure. You know, like I'm getting sorry yeah. back to a white belt, and I'm going to go, yeah, it's all right. It's, it's going to happen any promotion ceremony now. They're going to be like, you know, it's not all great news today, but Kevin, could you come up here? <laughs> and I, I really the want them, out. To, as they do it, make sure that they say, we is like I make my way down the line again. Everybody claps. Saddest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, here's the good news, though. I feel if you have to do that, they have to form the like uh, line where they hit you with the belt, except you get to reverse it. So you get to hit them for letting you down and not being good training partners and making sure you're a good belt. Yeah, that actually would be an interesting reverse twist to that. I love this move. I'm surprised to see people calling it a stunt of any kind. Cause I don't see a ton of benefit to be had. Maybe I guess it helps your PR could help or it's embarrassing. It kind of depends. I, I don't see that argument. I think it's just a fascinating, like jujitsu's changed. It seemed like a really honest sort of explanation, and it has. Things have changed. There was a time when seeing a purple belt was rare, and that time was eight years ago. It is now not hard to find very competitively interesting black belts. Go on. I just find it very interesting. I think a lot of people who are not in love with this idea come from the concepts of being teachers themselves or from having a very traditional respect for it, which I can understand where, yeah, sure – you did get that rank from somebody. You didn't give it to yourself. So to then take it away does seem like maybe you are making it a little bit more about yourself. But I feel like there's another element of like we've all been on the mats and the mats don't lie. You may be higher ranked than somebody, but if they're destroying the shit out of you, yeah, you, you may go through a kind of uh, – crisis or of uh, conscious of thinking if you really deserve that belt i think it happens to a lot of people but this was a very extreme high profile case of you have somebody who felt like they really didn't keep that trade up as well as the times have changed so as we were saying off air we were just like when they said yeah you know it could be false modesty and i'm like i'm not so sure there's a lot that's false about telling people yo i'm getting my ass kicked (laughs) Isn't it the real realest, bad? The realest thing you could do is put 
put a purple belt on and keep fighting people. Like that's kind of a that's the opposite of a metaphor. That's real real life defense of that ego it's stuff. It's just a it's a great element of jujitsu and especially the internet when you combine those two things and you see that everybody's got an opinion on it. Like I just felt like, oh, that's really good for him. I'm glad that he's doing something that he feels consciously. It's probably a very interesting move that allows him to take a new element of his journey because they always tell you once you get your black belt, it's not the end. It's the beginning of a new journey. Well, that journey had a return back to the sender kind of moment. So, yeah, I don't know. But I would be interested to hear what people who do promote people think a little bit more because uh, the Chris Howder one – was uh, one that I said, okay, okay. False humility. I, I can kind of understand that false humility. Um, you know, and, and Chris is a very widely respected human being, so it's hard to say that what he's saying is just outright wrong because he's been around it and he understands the history and the elements of uh, respect that go along with it. But, man, it's just insane. Kev, can you see yourself maybe in like – Two or three years telling someone, nah. Because I've heard of people saying, like, I'm not ready. You know, I don't want to go up one or, you know, trying to do that sort of All thing to their set. instructor. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I could definitely. I do like the gum shit. I'm sure I'm kind of a media whore. I'll be like, no, let's let's belt this up. Let's get out of here. Let's go on to Brown. Um, if someone did it tomorrow, yeah, I would definitely be like, no, no, everybody's good. Let's just take a second, breathe, uh, think about what it means to be in the now, and <laughs> we'll just stay there. Thank you, though. This is great. It's such a compliment, you know. I think, you know, I always joke with my friends, like, I'm just taking the belt they're giving me. So, you know, if they're giving me a belt or they're giving me a rank, I'm just kind of like, I always think I'm on high alert anyway, where I'm like, uh, are we cool? Everybody cool with this? Where are we at? Like, when they give a stripe out, I always look at everybody like, you sure? Everybody? Yeah? We're all... So- okay. Okay, if you guys say so. Because I always feel like I need to hold them accountable and being like, well, <laughs> you know, this is on all of us. So let's be very real about that. Uh, I don't know if it's the first or the last we've heard about it, but there was another update that happened. And uh, that update was uh, that... You had Edson himself saying he didn't mean any disrespect. It's just uh, that, you know, he just wanted to honor the belt that he was being given. So I think it's coming from a natural place. But here's the thing. There's also stories that people say you don't know what this means or you don't know what it is, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You don't know the situation. And we really don't. Like, I don't know Edson personally, um, but he does have some people who are vouching for him. So... I guess stay tuned to figure out what happens next. But for us, we were just kind of uh, like, all right, sure, man. Cool. And Uh, it also sort of, you know, if you're kind of against it, shut up. What do you care? (laughs) I understand being against slavery. Like, I understand being against, like, forced indentured (laughs) factories in the... Middle Americas, like being so bad. glad I get that, that but being against a guy like taking his belt and like downgrading him, it's like, yeah, maybe just shut up if you don't, unless you're feeling positive mm. about it. Let's just leave it out there. 
maybe he's just pulling an undercover boss. There it is. That's a beautiful sentiment. And we have a lot to talk about with UFC 200, and we have a great guest for it. Let's go get the ball rolling on the biggest UFC fight ever. So you know the fun part about doing Over Under Kevin is that I take a great amount of joy finding the hardest opponents for Kevin to go up against. A lot of the times we try and find people who are so overtly better than Kevin that really, I mean, there's endless possibilities. Uh, You know, I take offense to that. I don't think you've done a great job going above and beyond on that bar. I frankly think I could have beaten up at least the last three people, if we're just being honest. Really, the last thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, I've got somebody here that I, I mean, I would be willing to put a wager that you could not beat them up. Not only that, but I'm pretty sure they would come up with a counter wager that's so ridiculously unnecessary that it would almost be trying to promote an event by himself. Um, I guess without any further ado, let's just go ahead and bring on your opponent for this week's UFC 200. Keep in mind, UFC 200. It's a 200. big event. This is a huge big event. event. This, requires a, a big this has to be a big person. Well, he's not big like a human being big. Like, he's not Paul Harris whoa, big. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's, let's be careful on not on the same Gary Tone is not big. Say, oh, wait, I announced my own name. Whoops. <laughs> well, good job, Gary. You've introduced yourself. Why don't you give him a, a little bio about yourself as well? Well, actually, this, Raph, that might be an insight into his jiu-jitsu game, that he just, something snapped, and he was like, gotta say my name and interject. I wonder if that's like uh, <laughs> part of how he enters. I'm getting meta. As you should be. Uh, Gary, welcome back to the program. This week, oh, we thanks. are happy to bring you on to take on Kevin's lack of knowledge of what UFC pay-per-view betting is really like. Uh, Gary, do you bet a lot? Do I bet a lot? Yeah. Do you uh, do I don't... wagering? Well, uh, <laughs> recently I have, uh, but uh, normally... I'm just hyper competitive. I don't know if we usually, I don't know if we usually bet on it, but uh, you know, I mean, I have a, I, I would say I have a bet going on, but like it's a one-sided bet, so it's kind of like <laughs> I just like I don't know if there's too many people that are like, you know, I'll bet you five hundred dollars and then don't expect anything in return. But that's the kind of bet that I have going on right now. Sure, like, I have to get a tattoo, and then the other guy just gets to keep being Alec, I guess. Well, he gets to keep his organization, so I think he's got a lot at stake, too. (laughs) I think that was part of the the sad thing that I was really trying to get you to negotiate for, which was control of Meta Morris. Pink slips, like in Mm -hmm. Fast and the Furious. What were you thinking, Gary? Yeah. I don't know if I want to run that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really something to strive for? Well, the second you do, all of the debt goes into your name. So, yeah, it's a very shady and uh, clever uh, minx that you've got going on there. Gary, tell us this, because you went on some other podcast that doesn't even bear mentioning, but I think you might have told them what happened. I didn't really listen to it because I don't listen to them. But how the hell did this all come together? And why are you doing that? First of all, all, I just want to say that uh, I don't know what happened when I did decided that I was going to go on that podcast. I, I must have just been, yeah. you know, I, there must have been something going on. I wasn't thinking straight because as far as I'm concerned right now, me and that podcast are 
are not even right now. They owe me something uh, because they the first time they contacted me, they told me, hey, listen, we really want to get you on the podcast. What do we got to do to get you on? And I was like, I don't know. These people seem really desperate. I was like, maybe they'll actually do something for me. I was like, all right, well, you got to get me laid. And they're like, ha, 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 yeah, but really, like, when are you going to come on the podcast? So I just didn't answer for, like, six months. And then when they saw me, they just, like, they just, like, ignored me. And then they wanted me again. I don't know why I went on. I really don't. I should have just stuck with the winning team, you know, you guys. Absolutely. Uh, Frankly. And what was that experience like, though? Raph, hold on. I want to make a declaration. This is a little bit of bullshit. Not even to attempt to get the man laid. Every everything in life's a negotiation. No, no, no. You know what? So like, it wasn't get even me a, laid. Hey, would you settle it, for it a handy? Like send me a, Does it didn't ha- even send me like a picture of like tits or anything? Like nothing. Like not even. I don't. Know, not does even admiration to, for attempts. Like, does it have to be a woman? You know, does a close yeah, encounter at a strip club like, count? No, like I have questions. Send back a joke or something. I don't know, man. I'd meet you more than halfway. That was an erection joke. <laughs> good job, Kevin. A way to really spell it out there for our audience. Declaration. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. I guess the reason why I'm so intrigued by this, though, and we're, we're going to get back to the rationale as to why you're doing this, but just uh-huh. to really like make sure people understand this you are going to get a tattoo on your ass if you lose at metamorris so making very odd claims or things that like hey you know i just want to get laid that's like when you're talking to you you're not joking like if you see you and de blast making a bet nobody should think that's in jest <laughs> no 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 yeah like okay so if anybody thinks like i think i already released like a video of myself explaining this, but uh, if you hadn't seen it, if anybody thinks this is a joke, like when I say stuff like this, like I thought before, I mean, it doesn't seem like something somebody would think about. It seems like somebody, something somebody would That's say when fair. they're drunk. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but I actually sat down while I was going to make this statement and I thought for like a good 10 minutes and I was like, this is something that I can't go back on. Is this something I should do? And I was like, nope. I was like, I was like, I gotta do it. I was like, because honestly, if I get tapped by Halleck, that's so humiliating that getting a tattoo on my ass instead of G and E can't make it any, it actually can't make it worse. Like, I'm already gonna be so depressed <laughs> from the fact that I'm so humiliated by getting submitted by Alec Gracie that, like, a tattoo on my ass is really, it's just gonna be a thing that happens afterwards. Oh, like, it's not, my... I'm still gonna be in so much shock from the fact that I got submitted by Alec that it's, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna feel pain of the tattoo at all because there's gonna be so much pain in my heart and soul. <laughs> and uh, I, I like. I just. I don't even think. I don't even think I'll realize the tattoo actually happened until like a few months afterwards. Raph, That's I know two hundred's a big deal, and you had to get a big <laughs> guest, but I am not yes. even in his league. This is sad. <laughs> I know, but Kev, here's the reason why. Wait, this no, is wait, so wait, 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 Rob. Before you, yes. when you told me I was gonna come on the show, you told me that. Kevin had already agreed to get a tattoo of G without a key on his right butt cheek. You guys, you guys are spitting right. like just That's nonsense compared to the hot fire I'm about to bring on for just a second. Because Gary, I love where your head's at on the, the tattoo. Because again, you know, we don't even know what half of the card is at Metamorris. We know that you're fighting Holic, maybe, I guess. I don't know. We don't even yes. know the rationale why. So we'll get to that in a second again because we're going to answer that question. 
But the big thing that you didn't do again, much like you didn't ask for a pink slip match or loser leaves town match, is that you didn't yeah. do this spitting hot fire idea, which is if you lost, you had to get Gina Gee tattooed on your butt. But if Holic lost, he should have to get, well, Gary Tone was basically nobody before Crone beat him. <laughs> With so, your picture like, next to it, that would be amazing. That's a great uh, tattoo. That would be pretty good. Draw it up. Present it to him in a when when you tap him. Present it then. He'll feel the pressure to say yes on camera. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm on when I'm on the uh, the mic at the end for sure. Yes, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. I think you need to hold on to, let's say it's a heel hook, because, I mean, Gary Tone and heel hook, boring. We know it's going to happen. Um, but <laughs> I let's see just it. say I that if you're holding it. the heel hook, you shouldn't let it go, and then you should actually do the post-interview in that heel hook position until yes. they bring over the tattoo artist so that they can then do that right then and there and then cut the promo as it's happening. Yeah, that would be ideal for sure. Of course. Now, why the um, fuck are you doing this? Because, again, you didn't need to do this. Like, there was no part of yeah. the whole thing that said, Gary, you have to do this match against Hollick. And granted, there oh, is the a... I mean, I just really want to kick that dude's ass. I mean, he's got an ass beaten coming to the guy. Like, I mean, like, from, like, just a series of actions for a long time, like, the fact that he hasn't gotten his ass kicked by somebody, it's just it's just like one of those things in the universe that's just unbalanced. It is just, there's the, uh, like you just gotten away with so much for so long. It's like, uh, it's, it's almost like, like anybody that still continues to believe in God, like, I don't know how they continue to do it. If Halleck never gets any retribution for anything, you know what I mean? Like, how do you believe, how do you continue to believe when, you just there's nothing bad ever happens again. I mean, you're crossing the streams, yeah. and I think in one sentence, definitely Holic may have heard that and been like, I, "Of course, I believe in God because I am God." So, like, <laughs> problem solved. Oh. Wow. JK's everybody. Wow. <clears throat> oh, you went the God route, and then I went too far. Oh, I see how it is. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'll, wow. Rob. I'll point this to you though, because <laughs> there is no people that were like, "Man, wouldn't it be great?" Because when they mentioned Tim Spriggs, it seemed like it was a bad decoy for. AJ or you, because you guys seem to have some sort of beef. And yes, there is some sort of Vince okay. McMahon sort of stone cold angle Here's here. The thing. Here's the thing, though, guys. Okay, please. Right. Do. And people have said this on a number of different occasions. They say things like, oh, yeah, Alex's so smart. He devised this plan to do. <laughs> Listen, if your sentence starts with, yeah, Alex's so smart. You already fucked up because, sorry, I don't know. I guess, I don't know if you guys can do that on your podcast, Fuck but yes. you already screwed up because it's too late, but because there's no way he was he's so smart. Like he's, he, the intelligence is not a factor when Halleck makes decisions. I'm telling you that right now. And I'm not it even crediting it to him necessarily. I'm just saying he's falling into a match. Let's say. Yeah, the luck I'm is saying, I'm, I, I agree with you that like that that's going to be the result of what's happening. Mm -hmm. so there's no way that thought process was put into this match at all. To him, it was just like, oh, yeah, Tim Spurs can't do it. I'm going to, you know, I'll do Gary, whatever. <laughs> you know, he's somebody who couldn't fight a match for. Yeah, that's 100% as far as the thought process went. And it just so happened that he didn't realize it, but it's going to be 
you know, have the more promotional value than anybody else that's on the event. Who and who of which I'm not really sure, but regardless, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we may as well headline the card. I don't know who's headlining the card. <laughs> so he told me originally that I wasn't headlining the card. So you said I don't that know. It's really kind of hard to not be headlining. Yeah, hold, hold yeah. on, hold on, time out. This, this is funny to me. I, and I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important to our audience who are pretty aware of jujitsu and MMA. Specifically, you've got a good jujitsu niche. That that's a dumb fucking thing to say to you. Like that's just a really yeah, yeah. dumb thing because you don't need this fight. This is kind of just like your version of pro bono work, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. I mean, it's like, it's almost like this is almost like getting to be on bully beatdown. You know, <laughs> you're that's not headlining. It's like yeah. Tell yourself that, dipshit. Like, yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, well, well, no, no, because he was originally suggesting me, like, a couple, like, top-tier MMA fighters who are, like, kind of, like, it was so good of an opportunity, it was hard to turn down, despite the fact that, like, obviously, I was uninterested in, you know, working with them. But, like, uh, you know, I, I talked to him about that a couple times, they all fell through. And then, uh, you know, he suggested this match. So... I mean, great. I'll, all I know is I feel like there's about 20 other people I would rather see you grapple against, but I do understand you have a personal <laughs> you know, vendetta. You know, you were so when I, I told you about this match earlier than everybody else, yep. and uh, like you were the first person I told, I think, and uh, you were so unenthused. I was a little depressed. <laughs> I know. I was a little I, like... depressed about it. Dude, I thought you were going to be so fucking exciting and excited as a comedian, and you just... Uh, you just did not give me the reaction I was looking for. The reason why is this, and it's very simple. It's just that, again, I really do feel like a Gary Tonin match is something that you don't get to have every single week on a major card. Because someone's so, a slack ass. Go on. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, granted, you're going to be competing. I mean, I'd like to, to win <laughs> Shortly thereafter. But when you get a, a certain kind of amount of matches per year that we get to see you televised in, we'd uh-huh. like it to be... You know, momentous, special, something that you would really get excited about. This is just kind of like, well, yeah, cool, I guess. But then, <laughs> do I really think Hollick's going to beat you? No. But could he? I guess. I don't know. But, like, here's the, the real issue about that. I love There's that. He no, hopes not. Yeah, I don't think he will. But I'm just saying, in my own brain, like, if you were to mention maybe 10 other people and you'd say, Raph, you have the opportunity to see... Hollick versus Gary, or Gary versus this person. I think the odds are unfavored. I'd want to see you fight somebody else. And that's really it. So, yeah, you're doing this grudge match. And we've joked about it. We don't know who else is on the card. But I did start the to The only other person down. I know who's on the card is Ichi, who's like an amazing judo dude. But I don't even know who's... I don't know if you know who's fighting. I saw them promote him solo, but I didn't see them promote him in someone else's fighting. I don't know, man. Okay, hold on. I can fix this. So you and I don't flirt message like you and Raph do. But before this... We could if you want. That would be great. Uh, Tell me for the first time. You hear what my reaction is. You're willing to start sending me pictures of tits or something, you know, like the BJJ Hour guys are... Would more willing to do penetrated BJJ or whatever. The poor BJJ hour guys are like, "What the fuck did we do?" Hold on, (laughs) Uh, 
so it's what they didn't do, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, tell me you're fighting Halleck. Like a little message. Just go for it. What's that? Tell me we're doing a little improv here. Tell me you're fighting Halleck. Oh, Send give me, me the reaction I deserved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Kev. What's up, friend? Yeah, what? This, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I, I gotta tell you something. Like I haven't told anybody else yet, but you're gonna be so oh, excited. Love these gear scoops. Go for it. Oh my god. So, I'm going. What What do you think would be the best possible match for Gary Tonin from a comedic perspective? You know, I've been thinking Go. about this a lot. I've been thinking about it a lot, and everyone's going to say the obvious answer, maybe Keenan, but I'm not interested in that. That's not at all what I'm interested in. So other people might bring okay. up like a leg lock specialist, like the Paul Harris thing, but I'm not interested in that either. That sounds I know shitty. You, I, I, know you, I know you with your tiny brain could never fathom it uh, yourself, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's You're, Alec Grace. Can you imagine? That's my Can number one. That's my number one. That's all I oh. want to see. That is Fucking crazy! That's the only type can you, of thing. Can you see the memes now. I want. I'm telling you first, like you can't tell anybody else yet, so you can prep some memes. I'm gonna do a thousand and just produce them all every day. I'm just gonna keep oh, doing memes. I might hire so mean people. I might well, get a I wanted conversation to be like Ross. There we go. It, how hard was that, so Raph? Like, I got hard so depressed. A little so positivity. Here's what You're I the first to person I told about a match, man. I listen, <laughs> you know? thank you. That's an honor. I appreciate it. I just want to say this no? though. I needed to prepare you for the people who are like, "Why the fuck are you doing this?" And more importantly, Gary, this <laughs> is that symbol. Uh, like, there's a symbolic nature of this where you could be saving Metamorris. Now, as Tom DeBlas yeah. pointed out, you were the one to create this whole thing when you were so greedy with your 140k, and that wasn't good enough. So no, I'm sorry. It's really Excuse your me, guys, fault, but dick. It, it's, probably, I mean, it's probably important to note no one that signed that contract was paid that number. All I wanted to do was to prepare you for the possibility uh, that there would be some people who were not exactly uh, other than the appeal of Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon, not exactly <laughs> intrigued by the possibility yeah. of a match between you and him, because I think a lot of people don't really think that would be a highly competitive match. Now they're doing the PR storm to really convince us it's going to be a highly competitive match, which great. Okay. I, if you say so, but then we've got that other element, which is you just said, I believe it was Kevin, a match between you and Keenan. Let me just ask the people listening to this. You two don't have to answer that. Which would you rather see? Gary versus Keenan or Gary versus Hollick. And then think into your head how you would have reacted if Gary told you ahead of time, hey, it's me and Hollick, and going, uh, well, cool. That was about my response. <laughs> if we're being very honest, that was exactly how I responded. And I was like, that's great, Gary. I'm very happy. You know what it shows, though? It shows that you, you somehow care about jujitsu more than you care about comedy, which is <laughs> a little depressing to me. Yeah, yeah. It was you, little, you thought with your head. You care about some like weird purity of the sport or something like that. Like yeah. you're not just looking to just laugh at us. Like you actually care about jujitsu, which is weird to me. Yeah, weird. I know. It's it's a very strange phenomenon. One day we'll fully explain what my whole purpose is in this in this wacky sport we call jujitsu. So let me get him high enough. Absolutely. Finally. Well, Gary. <laughs> 
I'm very glad that you're going to do this match because you're excited about it. Kevin's excited about it. It seems that the people are excited about it. And in fact, to the point where when you put up and said, yo, I will get a tattoo on my ass and Jiu-Jitsu Magazine even said, the stakes have been raised and I put underneath it, have they? And they said, to address me because I was like, listen, Gary's doing a great job trying to promote this, but let's not kid it for what it is. Like Gary is so hyper confident that he's going to do this. He's adding the element and he's doing all the promotion on his own back for a series of matches that we don't know else are going to be I on. needed it to, to make sure I took training camp seriously, you know, like otherwise <laughs> I probably would have just like left for like an island nation and just chilled. <laughs> But so, even saying that, you it admit to me that there is an element of, yeah, it's all crazy. And again, he is a black belt. And yeah, he's he had a very good MMA career. Right. And you know what? Demon. He could be fucking killer. And uh, for all we know. Yeah, but, really good. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Who, so who just messaged me recently? I think it was Fowler. Yeah, I think Fowler said he had a match with him in like 2005. Mm-hmm. And he beat him by like a bunch of points. I don't think he submitted him, but he beat him. He said they gave him. He said they were trying to give him a bunch. Of, I don't know. He said they were highly slanting it in Alex's favor, but he won. He was telling me he hopes that I win. I don't know. I don't know if I was supposed to tell people that. He direct messaged me, so probably not. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's all right. Uh, I don't think he's that. He DM'd you. We use the yeah. The briefs. You know, it goes down on a DM, baby. <laughs> So. I don't know how many people are really going to lose sleep that you're disclosing information. I think you're going to beat Holick, and I'd like you to, as uh, yeah. top killer secrets. We, like, we yeah, you really use the wrong email server here, Gary. So, yeah. really awkward. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, let's do this. We have a game in front of us. So, yes, I'm glad that you're going to be doing that. Let's go ahead and transition and cue music for our next installment of... All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to this program or new to this segment, it's a very simple segment. We preview every UFC pay-per-view by going down the entire card. So that is all of the fights that you will see this Saturday at UFC 200. It's a big card, so we're going to make sure to go all the way through it. What we do is we give each contestant, Kevin and Gary, 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win. And if I so deem it, they will have 15 seconds of rebuttal time, but only if I deem that to be a fair fight. The person who picks the most correct answers wins. Gentlemen, do you understand the rules and agree to them? Gary? Uh, yeah. But like you said before we started this, like when you asked if I would go on the air... Kevin did agree that he'd get G without a G tattooed on his right butt cheek that he lost, right? So important that everyone understands that's not what the bet is. <laughs> that is I can't, I can't express <laughs> how large an ass I have. And that's going to be a big tattoo. We'll get to the betting part usually a little bit later, so you've got a little time to think about it. Kev... Now, here's the thing. We've seen Gary compete on the mats. We know he's a killer there. But are you afraid of him on the mic? Because I don't know that he's as strong on the mic as he is on the mats. I'm definitely not scared, and here's why. Mm. People like him are focused. They have goals, and those goals are to be great athletes. I don't have those goals, Raph. I got time. I'm watching MMA. I'm drunk at UFC 199. 
Mm-hmm. I'm stoned at 198. I'm mildly studying. This busy asshole is like hanging sideways from a pole being like, this is how I stay limber. And doing all this touring, fighting crap, working very hard. I'm smooth. We're going to be fine tonight. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. Gary, hearing Kevin say all those things, do you get a little nervous or where's your head? Because you're a big competitor. Yeah, this, is, wow. this is normal to you. That, that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely a little scared now. That was that's a really good introduction. Also, I got to hear Kevin's name like with a little beat behind it. That was really intimidating. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, that was that was. I was already shaking in my boots when I started hearing that. So, <laughs> damn. Disorient. I don't even. I don't, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. I guess he was right. Hey, I, I spent right. 20 minutes remixing the fuck out of that. So, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you this right now. I, I guess you were said, right, dude. You have nothing better to do. Absolutely nothing <laughs> better to do. So you know what the dumb part is? I was like, we need a bumper for that fucking segment. And then I go, Kevin, do it. And Kevin's like, hmm. Didn't have and then I just went there and I was so like, all right. Hot pocket. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kevin, all of Kevin's jingles are one. Kevin, let me do the Spanish version. Caliente pocket. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Gary, I'm going to executive produce the Gary Toted Comedy Hour special for HBO. Caliente Pocket <laughs> has character potential. Absolutely. That's a reappearance. Um, well, gentlemen, I'm so glad that you've uh, said your pleasantries to one another. We're going to go ahead and start in the card in one second. Just remember, we value more attacks than analysis here on this show. And remember, keep your guard up at all times. Let's do it. All right, Kev. I'm going to put 15 seconds on this motherfucking clock, and I'm going to need you to tell me who is going to take the win in the fight between Jim Miller versus Takanori Gomi. Go. Nice job on the enunciation, Raph. I You can't go against Jim Miller. We just talked to Dan Miller, and I'm afraid he'll come back and punch me in the dick. That's a real fear. Jim Miller. Jim Miller going with the Miller brothers. Uh, Gary, what do you got for us? Do you have Jim Miller or Takanori Gomi? Um, Takanori Gomi sounds vaguely Asian. Uh, and, it's very Asian. Uh, so I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Do you no, want to know his nickname? Do you want to know his nickname? What's that? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. The Fireball Kid. Okay. He's winning for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how you can fight otherwise. What Kev, I'm going to put 15 what? seconds to give you rebuttal time here. Thank uh, you. What is Gary's infatuation with Asians? Uh, well, I understand it. It's a sleek design, olive skin. I'd like to spend the rest of my time asking what fireball is. Is that a sport I should know? I don't think so. I feel like, uh, does the UFC just assign these nicknames, like, just at random? I just... <laughs> Did he come in with that name? Maybe. That's not an unfair Well, Gary, if you had to abandon your current nickname, uh, would Mm -hmm. you have another one in mind? Do you have a secondary nickname for yourself? A secondary nickname? (laughs) Your current one is obviously making up for your lack of penis size, the lion killer. It might as well be Gary above average, I swear, Tonin would be his equally a statement. 
you know what the you know what the funny part was is that I was when you asked me like what my uh well my other choice for a nickname, the only thing I could think of was things that would accentuate my penis size. So <laughs> I guess you're hundred percent right. I was like, Well, I mean we I guess it. if I had a different nickname it would have to accentuate my penis size. Then Kevin said Kevin said that and we, then it just hit me right in the center of my soul. We peeled back the like, layers. Oh, brutal. <laughs> wow. Regardless of, either, regardless of which one of us like wins this uh, wins this uh, bet on this first fight, I'm pretty sure Kevin won because he just hit like dead center of my heart <laughs> with that one. <laughs> well, don't give him too much credit because you got to go next, Gary. We're going to our next fight. It's a middleweight fight between Gegard Masousi and Thiago Santos. Go. Uh yeah. Uh, I I know zero about either one of these guys. So I'm going to go with uh, Santos because I don't remember the first guy that you said name anymore. It's but, Gegard, uh, but okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Your time is expired yeah. right now. Uh, Kevin, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put 15 on the clock for you as well. Go for it. Well, I guess I'm going to go ahead and choose the black belt in jiu-jitsu. Gegard Musasi. Uh, also because Thiago Santos' nickname is De Lima Mereta. But I will say Thiago has the better abs, so I'm going to go with Musasi, but I like Gary's instincts. Okay, okay. Uh, Gary, right. what, are yeah, you, what are you discovering about Kevin now being in competition with him? Like, what's his mentality like? What, what would he be like as a competitor, just based off of this conversation? What would he, what would he be like as a competitor? Is that what you asked? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, probably the kind of competitor, competitor that like, while you're in a, pers- a position that the ref couldn't see, he like grabs your nuts and twists them or something like that, or mm-hmm. like pinches your nipple, pokes you in the eye, like yeah. something like that. Something that something that the ref couldn't see. Like he's, he's a dirty guy. He's a dirty mm-hmm. fighter. Specifically, he to- me about like, his size. Uh, <laughs> also, just talked about this dude's abs <laughs> as being a factor in whether or not uh, he was going to be the victor in the fight. Uh, uh, that's just the kind of guy he does. He, he is. He's, he's dirty, and uh, everything that he does that's dirty has a slightly gay feel to it. Kev, what do you think about yeah. that? Gary's really picking on all of the extenuated uh, advantages you like to have going into all of these competitions. To the cheap shot grappling, I say, whatever it takes, biatch. <laughs> to the... Uh, effeminate gayness, I guess I'll just alert his, you know, his radar is not bad. That's, that's, yeah. not, that's not why. Gary, <laughs> you may also be discovering why Kevin's not so good at this game because he definitely does go by abs. Abs are a Hey, you, that yeah. guy works out. Look, look how cut he was for picture day. That's great. Nice. Right. Kev, nice. we're going to go back to you on this one. It is a lightweight fight between Diego Sanchez versus Joe Lazon. Okay, Joe Lazon still looks like he has a long career ahead of him and being like a serial killer in films after this or just the criminal minds episodes. I'm going with Diego Sanchez cause we're friends, but I'm terrified of Joe Loza. Okay. Okay. Gary, I've got 15 on the clock for you. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, I don't remember what it was. I recently saw Joe Loza giving an interview and he looked like a psychopath serial killer, much like Rory McDonald. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Lozon on this one. Also, I hear he's got some killer jujitsu. Uh, 
And Diego Sanchez, is the only really the only thing that I know about him is he's got a lot of energy and screams yes a lot when he does car- cartwheels. So, I mean, he's got that going for him, but I think Lozar could shut that down. I love that cartwheels are a judging criteria for Gary. If he does one in the fight, I'll shit. I really will. If he screams yes and does a cartwheel while yes. fighting Joe Lozano. Yes. You know, I hear from guys that uh, you that grew up in the era of jujitsu that he was in that uh, that like like he just did the most fuck the most insane warm ups of all time, like leading up to jujitsu competition, and. Uh, just would scream and smack himself in the face and like all kinds of crazy stuff. Diego or Joe? Diego. Diego. Really? Yeah. Joe. I don't know much. About, I don't know much about it. Just, you know, I think he's got better jujitsu, but, uh, I just hear stories about Diego. Just crazy stories. Got to hype up. I like I it. I get the impression that before a fight, Joe Lazan is playing a video game and before he kills somebody, he makes a sandwich. If I'm guessing. <laughs> just, Something like that. I would yeah. Uh, Gary, yeah. here's the thing. We're going to go to our next fight. It's a lightweight fight between Sage Northcutt and Enrique Marin. Oh. 15 on the clock oh, for you. God. I get to go first? Yep. Okay, anybody who fights Sage Northcutt, I'm just going straight <laughs> with the other guy. I have no idea who the other guy is. Not even a clue. But screw that guy. All handsome with his, sh- with his like you know, nicely shaped jaw and everything like that. And they're just he's promoting him as some kind of fighter. <laughs> Get out of here. Go back to underwear modeling where you belong. Oh, all right. Wow. Strong words. Yeah. yeah, Kev. I'm gonna give you time, and then I, I think we're gonna go to you for a rebuttal immediately after this. But 15 on the clock for you. You know <laughs> what? I fucking agree. Fuck Sage Northcutt <laughs> with his <laughs> hair. He has frosted tips in this picture. No. No, it's got to end. I'm going with Enrique Martin, whose nickname is Wasabi. Hot pee, baby. Hot pee, Wasabi. We're going all in. (laughs) If he comes out to Enrique, Enrique, what's Iglesias? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's funny. He should. You'll see he's going to get the whole crowd to go down. No, 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 Kev, don't do it like that. That's not the way to do it. He's going to get the crowd to an entire hush. Which, whichever song, can you sing whichever song you'd like him to walk out to? I'm just, Absolutely. I think, I think I know it. It's just a, it, the best Enrique impression that you have to do is that if you are channeling him, you have to be down here. Could you be my soul tonight? And that's it. That's all you have to do. I love that in between. I just want to like, apologize notes, to the Latin he would always, community hold on. for trying no, no, no. that first. Like you, you should, say, that was my bad. Did you say that you will apologize to them, or do you say you're profusely apologetic to them, Kevin? Yeah, profusely. Because one. here's the it's thing: sincere. whenever he's singing "I Am Your Hero," which, by the way, became like this whole hit after September 11th, we rallied behind that song. But it's a person who has like a one octave voice, being like, "I could, oh, oh, okay." That's my vocal. Already. So pretty, though. So, so pretty. <laughs> and then he shaved his mole, and then we were done with him. All right. Yep. That's enough on that one. Guys. Wow. Yeah, I was I, just hoping to hear somebody sing some Enrique Iglesias, but sure, sure. That's fine. You, you really, Gary, if you really want Enrique Iglesias, all you have to do is say, just Bailamos, because Bailamos is the dumbest song that ever went to number one, <laughs> but it did. <laughs> And it's it's literally the same thing, but it's just a tonight we dance. So let it go. 
And that's it. That's it. That's all the range you need. Next fight. Bantamweight wow. TJ wow. Dillashaw versus Rafael Asunakau. Kev, you're up first. I hope Dillashaw's pissed off. Although, Asunsao. So I'm going to go with some Tej. Plus, nice abs alert. TJ Dillashaw's in the house. Raining abs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. Gary? Right. Now, wait. Ross, how does this work with like choosing the same person? Are we not allowed to do that? Or should you I just argue with welcome to Because here's the thing. It. It's going to be best out of the whole thing. But just know, Kevin's batting average is very poor. How dare you? <laughs> Kevin, baseball yeah. batting 500 is like really good. Kevin does a quarter of 500 if I'm... Yeah, giving you any indication. Two eighty four. Well, I trained with DJ Dillashaw one time, and I don't talk about training sessions with people publicly. Uh, but I don't know the other guy very well. But I'll still, I'm still going in TJ Dillashaw's favor. I'm not okay. friends with him or anything. We didn't talk afterwards. I may have hit on his wife or girlfriend whenever he was Gary, at the academy. No. <laughs> but other than that, I don't really know the guy that well. But anyway, yeah, I'm going with TJ on this one. <laughs> Gary, this is the insight. I don't know. He brought Tap, guys. This is the most What's important that? information. This is the only insight that you can get here at Verbal Tap. That's true. You yeah. know, I trained with him, and we were cool. I might have hit on his broad, but no big deal. Might have. Yeah, maybe. Okay, but Kev, should we explain to Gary and maybe yourself that there is a rule on this show about going against people named Raphael? It's a bad idea. I know it sounds weird, but it's on like a uh, tear. Think about yeah. Rafael Dos Anjos has been leading the pack. Sure. Like, there's been a lot of successful rafts. So. Uh, yeah, there's also a lot of unsuccessful rafts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Gary's got to get into the, the old effect. school vaudeville like hey, active. He's got to hey, go radio life, style, please. you see? He's got to keep it. He's got to do it. I like it. <laughs> Let's go to our next fight. Gary, you're going to lead us off on this one. It is a fight between Johnny Hendricks and Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go with Johnny Hendricks. I mean, despite the fact that a, a lot of, uh, you know, Johnny Hendricks involves just like a bum rush to the cage, uh, I, I, nothing, I like nothing more than a good bum rush. I'm going with uh, with Johnny Hendricks on this one for sure. Okay. All right. Kevin, what do you got for us? Well, first, don't steal my thing of being confusingly sexual with your metaphors. Second... <laughs> This is easy. Kelvin Gastelum is on a tear. Kind of looks the most like Enrique Iglesias on the <laughs> entire card and is the clear choice. Kev, uh, are you are you channeling Enrique Iglesias now? I'm I was trying to have some attitude just in yeah. his honor. All right, fair enough. Maybe if you're you're lucky he'll make another appearance on the show. <laughs> can only be. Uh, Gary, here's the thing though. When you say you yeah. like a good bum rush, are you a little nervous yeah. about Johnny Hendricks and, you know, the weight and sometimes he doesn't make it and, you know, hey, you know. Mm. Well, yeah, you know, like, historically that's... his way to decisions, just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that could definitely happen. Uh, in terms of making weight, you know, that's historically been a super important part of 
fighting for sure. Uh, <laughs> From an expert, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wish people took it seriously, but unfortunately, uh, oh my god, it's the worst. Oh, just like, come on, be a professional. God, mm-hmm. oh, come on, man. We have not deterred Gary in any way. It looks like Kev. What do you got for us? You know, uh, Kelvin sounds like Kevin, but he's a winner. Yep, exactly. And I think people will somewhat like me more because of the whole law of the butterfly effect on physics. It's very complicated. And frankly, we've got someone from New Jersey you know, on the show. I'll stick with wow. the big physics. That's so that great, Kev. Hold on, Kev. I actually, I realize I've carved enough time on the show because we're ahead of schedule for you to explain in 20 seconds the butterfly effect. Would you please do that? Yeah. Okay. It's oh, without the Ashton Kutcher movie. No, that's not fair. 20 seconds go. Uh, something to do with, you know, that scene in Jurassic Park when the dinosaur booms and the drink gets bubbly. It's like that except on a much larger and metaphysical scale like Halleck slowly blows I don't know shitty LA air at Gary for 12 months maybe he struggles in the fifth minute of the fight I don't know I'm just throwing yeah, let me out let ask you this in this metaphor uh, obviously we're talking about no uh, what I'm talking about. and Kelvin Gastelum yeah who is <laughs> I completely the forgot actor. I, have, I have no idea and I think it's going to have something to do with one of them hitting the other one. But, I just didn't know where the dinosaur I don't know a little about <laughs> MMA like Gary Tonin. So, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Let's go to our next match. It's a women's bantamweight match between Kat Zingano and Juliana Pena. Kev. I'm going to go. So, we interviewed the Venezuelan vixen back when she was on Tough. Ooh, 20? No. Damn it. I've never. Anyway, got to go with family on the cast. Juliana Pena, though Kat Zangano is from Denver, so I feel bad. Okay. Gary, what do you got for okay. us? Can I, can I ask for a lifeline? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Can I, can I ask? I don't, I don't know if it's asking the audience. Can I ask Rafa a question? Yeah. One question about this fight. Who's more attractive? <laughs> Do you, you hear the part when Kevin said that one of them has been on our show before? Oh, so that's the more that's the less attractive one. Obviously, <laughs> oh, the more attractive one definitely wouldn't have came on the show because she had better things to do. Could not have picked a dumber time to be misogynistic because these are uh, both practically supermodels. Yeah, just absolutely. as a big and, FYI. And, and Gary, what does that say about you? Before we go any further, that. Well, what, what was the criteria you just what did you just say for the person who came on our show? It's like, oh, that's a bad looking broad because they've got no self esteem. I mean, she's now. probably less attractive than the other one because the other one obviously had bigger and better opportunities. So does that make you less attractive than Hollick? That makes me less attractive. Oh wait, Hollick wouldn't did you ask Hollick to come on? No. No. Oh we, we yeah. Don't speak well, with Hallick very often. Yeah, I figured. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. What if I, were to I, I mean, this? I don't consider myself particularly attractive. I mean, we'll take Cat to know. emotionally balance the whole <laughs> karma because she's from Denver. That's where I live now. So let's just balance. You take her. I'll take Pena. Flip of the coin. 
All right. Fair. Ditto. Fair. See, Raph. All right, we'll go with that. I mean, honestly, Sun you know, that's fine. I'll go with that. But, like, I mean, it sounds like they're both of relatively equal attractiveness. Yes? No? Yeah. 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 I, well, then it's a win for everybody. Absolutely. Why don't we go ahead and put that up to our audience? So if you guys want to tweet at Gary Tonin and let him know who oh. they really think should they be going for, that'll be great. Uh, why don't we do this? We're going to go are to our they next fighting? Are we, are they, When they're fighting, are they, is, it, is it still in the ring or is there mud or chocolate <laughs> or involved? Or? Oh, no? okay. My mind got in the wrong can, like, uh, in the near future, you're You can punched. tweet all of those uh, wonderful <laughs> An sexist comments coming. to. Gary underscore Tonin on Twitter. You can also find him on Gary Tonin on the Instagram. Uh, I'll look up his congressman. That'll because, be helpful. Because uh, let's just say that uh, hey, listen, it's your zip code. Everybody, anybody can say whatever they want, but no one is going to think I. No, no one is going to think worse of me when it comes to women than they think of Alex. So it's totally fine. Sure, uh, I don't, don't give them a run for that. money. It's not exactly a contest. PR <laughs> bulletproof because he's fighting a d bag. Uh, yeah, not this the is part of the conversation when I should mention that. Yes, hey guys, do- wait, wait, wait. Can I do an impression real quick? Can I do an impression? <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just feel like. Never mind. All right, I'll just do it. So, hey guys, I just told everybody that uh, basically, you know. Women, I'm not gonna. When I said do an impression, I'm I, I completely. I'm not gonna speak with his accent at all because I don't. I don't do a good Halleck. I'm just gonna say the things that he said in a uh, in a weird way. So anyway, hey guys, um, you know I know you guys just all heard me say how I think women's jujitsu is kind of a joke and it's just nowhere near uh, men's jujitsu. Um, but you know I just want everybody to remember that. If I didn't say that, this whole women's jiu-jitsu movement wouldn't have started if it wasn't for me. So, I mean, people are criticizing me, but they should really be thanking me for bringing this issue, you know, to a head, to to the jiu-jitsu community. They should really, you know, I kind of sparked the women's jiu-jitsu movement. Uh Hey, Kev. Hashtag yeah. Alex <laughs> Discovers. Hashtag Alex Discovers. Alex Discovers is great. <laughs> Kev, do you want me to kind of quickly show him how it's done real quick? Please, if you don't mind. Just doing a quick holic. Here, I'll do, I'll do a quick holic real Ooh, quick. Oh, you got a Alec impression? I want to hear it. I want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, I've got one. I've got a Gary Tonin as well, but maybe if you're nice, we'll get it uh, toward the tail end okay. of the, the episode. All right. Um, but here's how it goes. I'm going to half snap right now. Um, okay, you know, uh, a lot of people have been talking about, like, a lot of different stuff, and, you know, I just, I was gonna come out here and I was gonna say, like, Gary, you know, it's, it's so fascinating that people really are getting behind Gary, but, like, he was, like, somebody who, like, never won, you know, like, he wasn't even, like, on a radar, if I'm being honest, if I could be really honest with you guys, but, like, here's the thing, here's the thing, yo, I was gonna come out here and thank Gary for being on Metamorris, but if I'm being honest, me bringing him on Metamorris is actually bringing more attention to Gary Tonin. So I guess in a way, you know, I, I'm really proud of my actions and what I'm doing. So you're welcome for giving Gary an opportunity to grapple because nobody else would ever put him on a card or even be interested in watching him, if we're being honest. So a uh, question uh, from the breast. Have you confronted yes. oh, I, your impending baldness? Um, 
let me just tell you something right now. Uh, no more questions. Also, okay. um, I'm going to get this backpack on my shoulder, and I'm going to beat you with uh, some of the contents. Guy? Yeah, you're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to go like... Uh, VHS tapes, I swear. We're going to go, don't worry, keep it friendly on your face, okay? And uh, thanks, everybody. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. I mean, I'm sorry. You're welcome. And uh, scene. See, that's a uh, you know little he- thing we learned at improv school. <laughs> Speaking of this, speaking of this impression, you know what he sat me down and asked me one time. What's that? I'm giving you guys gold, by the way, just so you know. Uh, stuff that I don't tell anybody else because I love you guys. Anyway, uh, he he sat next to me and he's like, he's like, hey man. He's like, you know, I've been thinking about this stuff a lot. I'm trying to put, I'm just trying to make the best show ever. You know, I was thinking maybe like one guy wears like the gee and then <laughs> the other guy just he doesn't wear the gee <laughs> like we would have like a match like that you know where like two guys just wear like whatever they want and I'm like thinking to myself well Halleck there's literally virtually zero advantage to wearing the gee <laughs> your opponent gets to use it against you I don't. I think that if you give it the decision to both people, that they're probably just uh, probably just both going to train no geese. Yeah, no, 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 no. But Gary, like you're not thinking about if, it. Okay, you're not, if, you're not listening like, to what I'm saying, which just, is this. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like the haters, the haters don't want to see one people wear the gi and like another person do. You know, like so. Like, really, what like, if maybe one person wears like one pant leg of the gi <laughs> and then ties the, the belt around their head. Oh my God. I, I don't hate that aesthetic. I kind of <laughs> like that visual. Pirate Gary, jiu-jitsu? The fucking let's rocks. Let's go back in time and maybe in 10 years and discover when you were so fucking wrong that this is the new way that people grapple. Like this is the tournaments people go to. You flip a coin and one person's like, well, I'm wearing the gi. Nah, I guess I'm no gi this round. All right. Let's go. Yeah, Gary's yeah. Armageddon from fame is like everyone gets really back into gi. Oh, <laughs> true. Oh, you guys know my master plan, right? What's that, Gary? Are you aware? My jujitsu master plan. So my master plan is uh, that in like my mid thirties, I start competing in a gi and just crushing everyone. Obviously, <laughs> you know, using a Gordon ta- Gordon Ryan mentality because I'm Gary Conan, you know, or. <laughs> And then, like, when I get interviewed, like, about whatever G championship I won, I just go, and they're just like, you know, like, what have you been doing to prepare or whatever? Like, well, you know, I spent, like, the last 10 years training, competing without the G because, you know, it's so much more difficult than competing <laughs> in the G. So I really just spent the whole time, the whole goal was just to just get to- really good at the G. <laughs> so that's why I've been doing this. You know, this is really this is really the main goal. So because Nogi is so much more difficult. Because that's the kind of shit that the Gi people say when they yeah. win like Nogi. You know, that is really first of all points to you putting out a bizarre thing that I had not thought about. People do make Absolutely. weird proclamations like, "Yeah, it's just good to come in and show a Nogi guy that like a Gi guy." It's like. We're not on different sides of the like, the yard. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, everybody does both or prefers no gi. Those are pretty well, much like the, the options person, now. It's like, you might as well be doing boxing. 
you dick, get away from us. It's not even the same thing. If you've ever yeah, done jujitsu yeah. for a week and looked at your fucking gi that you have to put on one more day, and you're like, ah, oh, I could really use a no gi day. Like everyone, it's universal. Absolutely. I love that Gary's really thought this through. And you know what, Gary? Not only do I want to see that, but I want to see the John Danaher pa- like post that goes up afterwards where he explains it like in full detail. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. Sure. I walked Gary Tonin through this very important time in his life. It was very preposterous oh, at the time, but I felt I, like he was really on to something. He's also a fucking <laughs> idiot, but I tolerate him because his leg locks are not terrible. <laughs> that sounds a lot like John. Uh, yeah, you guys are totally missing the, the troll war that's going on uh, with, uh, with Tom DeBlas right now. Doing impressions of John Denner—it's oh, quite no. amazing. Oh no! Uh, we, we gotta we gotta post one of those one of these days. They're pretty amazing. Well, we'll look forward to seeing that when we get Tom on here again oh. very soon. If he's not hosting his own goddamn show, Tom, I know you're hosting a podcast now. Leave Tom, it. To go the to sleep once in a fucking while. For real. Between the gym and the fucking touring and the podcast. Ugh. Anyway, like Gary, here's the part of the competition that we like to remind people that there is a wager okay kevin what are some of the wagers that you've lost in the past oh i recently had to do 200 burpees on camera which was taxing for uh, this fella uh oh, i have to eat I gotta do one here. oh hold on because i've also got an idea i'm waiting right i'm waiting i'm waiting uh, i'm waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting. No, dick tattoos no we're gonna talk about this no, 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 it's not a cock tattoo. Don't worry. <laughs> I had to make him say Don't it, worry. America. We're talking to the G-Tones. Cut to uh, Gary on a notepad being like, cock tattoo out. You get the, the gist. I had to do a wrestling promo video. So I need a demo move. but Some good fun stuff. So that's about the area that we go with with Kevin. He also has to eat stuff sometimes. He's had to change his social okay. media a few times. So you don't have to oh, say what the idea is now yeah, because we'll get the there later. media hijacking was brutal. It was really bad. But um, we want you to think about it. So don't tell us if you know what it is, but do you have an idea in mind? Do I have an idea in mind? Yes. Okay. Well, then hold that thought. We're going to keep doing the rest of these. we got five more matches to go, and then we're going to come back and revisit that. Kevin? Yeah. yeah, let's have Gary go first on this one. It's a heavyweight fight between Kane Velasquez and Travis Brown. We are in the main card. Let's go, man. Do you, you know, do I you want to know who's Kane... hotter? Did, did you want to ask? <laughs> I don't want to ask for a lifeline on this okay. one. No, okay. you know, I just I've I've saw Kane Velasquez just savagely destroy people for years. And then, like, I don't know, that hasn't been on, like, a good streak for a while. But you know what? I'm going back with Kane on this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Kane. And, uh, you know, I watched him one time. I was actually frustrated because I was training jiu-jitsu, and I watched Kane Velasquez just grapple box. Uh, I forget the name of the dude. He's a huge French, uh, French black guy. Uh, Czech Congo? I can't or? remember. Czech Congo, yeah. He just grapple boxed the dude for like five brutalizing rounds of just Cain Velasquez punching this dude's face in from like side ride positions. 
And I was just like, dude, just lock in a rear naked choke. Like, what's happening right now? I was like, the guy does literally doesn't know what the hell is happening to him. <laughs> I was like, just finish it. And then I was like, oh, I get it. He's just like a sick bastard. It just He just wants to torture this guy for five rounds. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I admire that. And, uh, you know, I hope he brings <laughs> that back. And uh, I like the guy, you know. Okay. Uh, I think he's a skilled mixed martial artist. And, um, yeah, I hope he wins. All right, Kev, what do you got for us? Going with the tall tree. Wants to prove to Ronda he's a big, big man. Got a new tribal tattoo covering the whole left knee. Don't know what it means. Don't care. Choosing it. Travis, hop around. Okay. All right. Let me let me ask this over to Gary, though. Gary, are you overlooking something here? Like knee the tattoos. Fact- well, I don't want to go to the knee tattoos, but I want to go somewhere else, which is that this. We've got in in one Travis Brown, didn't he just have a big win over somebody who was pretty okay at jiu-jitsu? Kev? Yes. Who did he just beat? Fabrice. No. Who did he just beat? Hold on. I had the wrong one. I was like, he didn't beat Fabrice. Jesus, Kevin. <laughs> this is terribly. Um, Matt Mitrioni last. And Arlovsky beat him before that so here's the thing with those wins and i mean he's definitely carving out an entirely impressive uh set of wins on his own are you are we overlooking the fact that yeah he's beat josh barnett he's beat all like mitrione he's beat overeem he's beat gonzaga like does he have a chance against kane velasquez who in the last fight i believe we really saw him fight in he didn't remember what different altitudes felt like. Yeah, that Gary. was the dumbest excuse possible. But as Gary said, he looks like a savage again, Raph. Doesn't he a little bit? Like, he looks pissed. I like pissed off Caden Velasquez. Yeah, I mean, if he, if he, I mean, if he comes back, come back. The dude's like ready to go. I mean, if it's the Caden Velasquez that I saw brutalize Jack Congo, then I think Travis Brown's in trouble. I think Jack Congo is a completely different class than Brown, but uh, you were just really. <laughs> but no, I don't know, hundred percent sure what, what was <laughs> happening there. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's tough fight. But who knows? You know, I mean, there's a lot of new, uh, you know, huge policies in the UFC, <laughs> to say the least. So, uh, and Fair. I think TPOs can be tested for now too. So. I think a lot of people are struggling with, with even if they can mask their steroids, that they can't uh, they can't mask the EPOs. So some of them were compensating, you know, uh, for you know the the the, uh, the large amount of oxygen that they needed for the the muscle tissue with the EPOs. And now that they can't really use the EPOs, it's tough to use the steroids and not have the EPOs they get tired really fast. So who knows? Um, you know, maybe that plays a factor too. I mean. I love Gary going down the entire steroid family tree. That was impressive, Just to make though. sure. Very nice. Enough Gary. of the names, well, but I was like, I mean, oh. I, did, I do have a thing in exercise science, and we definitely went over that part of, oh. uh, <laughs> of things that I think cause fucking attention. Because, well, let's do uh, this. It's definitely, a, it's definitely something that uh, used quite a bit in the jiu-jitsu world, even more so probably than MMA. 
Good on you. So, I, I really like that you were, like... In the jiu-jitsu world, they don't even have to mask it. They could just, <laughs> they could just openly admit to using steroids, basically, in the jiu-jitsu world. They well, may as well. Talking about, Gary, people don't use jiu-jitsu and steroids in the same sentence ever. I just accidentally yeah, sometimes sure. take drinks from things that I just, I don't know what's in there. What I can't be held that. accountable. Oh, I'm not an adult. I, I don't know those things. I forgot to check. Kevin sometimes puts shit in the water. That one wasn't even a steroid, though, was it? Wasn't that like a, wasn't that like a, uh, amphetamine or something? something Who like doesn't that. put a little bull semen in their coffee <laughs> when they're trying to wake up? <laughs> a little bull semen in their coffee. I'd try that. I see. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's the mountain lifestyle. Well, Kev, let's do this. Yeah. Why don't we go to our next fight? It's going to be a featherweight fight between No Way Jose Aldo and Frankie Edgar. Go. Yeah, I'm going to go with the person I presume Gary dresses up for Halloween as every year. Frankie, the answer, Edgar, probably your most confused celebrity. <laughs> Uh, I I like his gumption. He's coming in cut, and we'll see. Because the last time I watched Jode Aldo fight, he fell on his face. Okay, Gary, I've got fifteen for you. Go. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I first of all, I I can't, and I wouldn't ever go against Frankie because he's on my team. So that's the that's the one I'm going to be rooting for that day. You know, I really want to see Frankie beat him. You know, I think I I've, I've seen at least one of the fights Frankie's been in with him where I you know I'm. Obviously, I'm biased, but I thought he beat him. So, um, you know, uh, uh, I think Frankie's probably one of the most underrated fighters in that weight class. I mean, and he was one of the most underrated at 55. It's just like he's not he's not a real shit talker. He doesn't have like crazy, you know, I guess personality that sticks out to the public eye or anything like that. So he's never been like a favorite. To anybody, right. <clears throat> well, let's do this. Uh, I think he's kind of a, like had the card stacked against him for. I'm going to put a pin years. on this though for a second because Kev, I have to ask you a question, which is, how long do you think Gary was going to go on that love letter about Frankie Edgar for? 30, 40 minutes. 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's a go sub only. He's a sub only Go kill yourself. Yeah. Okay, Gary. That's fine. I thought you were in the minute uh, fourteen of like, hey, you know, guys. It's just Frankie, he's just a dreamboat, I guess, if you really got to qualify it some way. I've seen him at a lot of tournaments. Is this and that good training? He's oh, got wow. that great training. Yeah, and savages. I love it. I love it. It's just, I mean, if you're being really <laughs> honest, you know, I mean, I like him more than I like Gordon because – I mean, no, you really I, mean I like I like him. I like everyone more than I like Gordon. <laughs> no kidding. I met some homeless man, and I went up to this homeless man, and I was like, "Hey, you're fucking crazy, but I fucking love you more than this fucking Giacomo next to me." <laughs> Is that that about right? I want to train with Frankie Edgar. I'm just saying, would, cool man. name drop. That's a good. That's a uh, fun person. I'm to your. Train with. I, yeah. Man, I think the U. I think the UFC had a lot to do with with him even being in that division. I mean, sure, that's like his, you know, that's more of his national weight class, but like, damn. Like, if he's doing fine at 155, he like loses one fight, and they're like, you know, you should really go down to 145. <laughs> well, let's think about it, though, Gary, because here's the nice part about it, though. Is Conor McGregor going to come yeah. back and defend that title? Because if he isn't, this is the title fight. Like, it's an interim title fight, I believe, yeah. uh, is what they're yeah. doing on this one. So... You could yeah. very well be pulling for Frankie to be winning a title here, and that would be great to see yeah. because, I, I mean, Frankie is one of the 
the hardest workers uh, historically, and I'm sure you can attest to that in another 20-minute epic rant. But is there any possibility, Kevin, because Gary won't say otherwise, is there any possibility we see Jose Aldo back in form? He's getting in the cage of Jose Aldo. You got to be prepared to get knocked the fuck out. I think that's a rule, right? Uh, that's kind of why it's going to be a fun fight. Frankie Edgar's prepared to get knocked out. They both are. Okay. I do think we're going to see either. Yeah, I just don't know. I hope it's he's hard to back. say, right? It's been a while, hasn't it? Doesn't it feel like it's been a while since we watched Jose Aldo fight like Jose Aldo? And you know, at some point, it's like, oh, they got old. That's sucks, well, but you can't keep fighting in Brazil, and you get older. We also saw him I've for heard. fighting for like 14 seconds. So yeah, kind of hard to figure uh, out where exactly we left him off on the last time we saw him. But fair. let's do this. We, Kev- we should put them through cardio tests after just for the <laughs> analytics. I'm guessing, guessing with that one, though, like I think he had to have gotten knocked out in training camp or something like a couple times or maybe once leading up to the fight and just didn't say anything and still took the fight because, I mean, that's, that's a pretty crazy flash knockout especially for somebody who's been doing this for, I mean, the more you get knocked out, the easier it is to get knocked out. I have a feeling that he must have taken a, he must have got sat down during a training session or something like that from somebody and then just like didn't just decided to take the fight anyway. Gary, I have to ask I this know. because I mean, it's, it's nice to have you on the, the show with us talking about this because you're a competitor. You're very involved in jujitsu. You've been through a number of competitions. So you know that realm do you ever get caught in a head game? Because it felt like that's the way most people explained it, which is that Jose Aldo was basically playing into Connor's head games. Does that ever play a role for you? Or do you see it happening maybe a little bit differently on how they fought? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he kind of came forward into the punch for sure. But I mean, I, I mean, that could happen during any movement. Do I think that the thing that he was trying to do at the beginning? I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, he was just chasing Uh, that that, long punch. He really wanted to just end it with a lot of power right up top. And that that action at the very beginning was just so confusing for somebody who's aggressive but not careless, usually. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's possible. I, I I, I don't know. But, I mean... You know, I remember John getting interviewed about this with, like, Nick Diaz and uh, George St. Pierre. Uh, he got interviewed with the same question 16 times and, uh, like, just kept answering it the same way. They were, like, they were like digging. They were, like, dying to hear John say something different than what he was saying. But he just continued to say the same thing. It's just kind of like, at a professional level, it it shouldn't really you know, play a factor. Like if you're, if you're, if you're a good sound professional, I would think at Jose's level that like that shouldn't be able to get to his head, like the shit talking and things like that. Like you should know better than that. You know, I mean, is it possible? Is it possible that that did get to his head? It's possible. I would like to believe in a world where people are like real professionals. You know, I'm not so sure that Gary speaking in turn, uh, especially for GSP's defense. Do we have GSP on the line? We do. Okay. George St. Pierre, former welterweight champion, current dreamboat from Here Canada. How are you? Canadian. GSP. Professionalism? What's your take? 
yes, uh, thank you very much. It's very nice to be back on the show. Um, I have several questions for uh, the Ton and Gary. Um, Gary, we have trained, yes, no? <laughs> yes, no? <laughs> No, no, no. It's yes, no yeah. question. That's why you say yes, no. French Canadian are very uh, Could you be polite, please? Oh. Yeah. GSP. Yeah. You are not this, uh, this disrespectful in the gym, I must say. You are, uh, you are very nice and uh, pleasant there, but you get out of the gym. You're not so nice. I don't know why. Listen, uh, Ton and Gary, I must ask you, when we train together and I look at you and I say, Gary Tonin, do not ever speak for GSP. And yet, here you are, speaking for GSP. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I know. It's very uh, rude of you, I must say. I didn't know you were going to be on the air. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. GSP is very evasive. You never know exactly where he will be. Sometimes he is right behind you. Sometimes he is on phone call, ready to uh, answer at a given's notice. Presumably, that's how you won the title, right? Most definitely. But uh, here is the thing, Gary Tonin. It's very nice to talk to you. I look forward to training with you. I have put uh, $90 of the U.S. currency on uh, Holic. So uh, you uh, you lose at three minutes. And uh, thank you, Merci Vecu, and uh, GSP out. Thank you very much, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, former World of champ. Current crazy person hosting a show on History Channel GSP. Well, it's with the dinos. I love dinosaur. I just oh, want to right. make sure that is important that people know. Okay, goodbye. GSP out. GSP <laughs> for real. By the way, Gary, GSP is hosting a show about dinosaurs coming up. It's a History Channel special. Of course, so, it is. Of course, uh, did GSP that. just offer hey, for Gary to take a dive? Wrap your back. He has yeah, a, uh, he has some tooth. Forget what it is. A uh, yeah, he's very into dinosaurs. He loves dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. funny. Yes, yes. I mean, I like dinosaurs too, as much as the next guy, I guess. It's but, just uh, a hilarious, the funniest side story I've ever seen. It's It's beautiful. Absolutely. Hey, why don't we go to our next fight? Gary, you're going to talk about it. It's a women's bandweight fight between Misha Tate and Amanda Nunes. Oh, man. I suck at names. Oh, ugh. all right. Well,. I like Misha Tate, yeah. uh, and I think, I mean, she's attractive, and uh, she's good at fighting, and uh, yeah, I mean, she's been doing well recently, that's for damn sure, so uh, yeah, let's go with Misha Tate, and hopefully, you know, Kevin was going to go with the same thing, and <laughs> he chooses differently now. Wow, Kevin, is he intimidating you to pick somebody else right now? Is that what's happening? He's intimidating me. I mean, fortunately, I train at altitude, so I'm not really worried about uh, old gasser Tonin over there. Everyone knows his cardio shit. Uh, Sorry, wrong (laughs) tech. What? I was just talking about your cardio being shit. Everyone Mm -hmm. knows it. So, no, I'm not intimidated. Hey, hey. Don't you don't you talk about a Versa Climber that way? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can fuck off with your Versa Climber dropping. Genius drop, great wow, product placement. No, he gets wow. points for that. He gets uh, points for the uh, serve <laughs> and making it. Not gonna lie, if there's a tiebreaker that may be the deciding factor. Was that Gary gets an extra point for the Versa Climber? <laughs> yeah. uh, Kev, you're going with Misha Tate, yes? Of course. Okay, let's go to our next fight because obviously I think that'll be a good match. Um, but before we do. Do we think it's going to be an easy title defense for her, or do you see her struggling a little bit? 
I mean, I'm nervous. Her last few have gone like deep. <laughs> yeah. Nunez got some guns. She's scrappy though. So there is that for Misha Tate. Um, Gary, what is it that you do like about Misha's game? About her game? Uh, I I mean, I don't think she does anything. Have you ever trained with her? That would be awesome. I've never trained with her. I don't think she doesn't do anything unbelievably unique compared to like you know any particular fighter that I know. Uh, I just think she's all kind of all around pretty good style. You know, I don't think there's any one thing that sticks out that says to me that she's going to be dominant over any particular opponent. But I, I think she puts everything together pretty well. Okay. She boxes there, you know. There, she does a lot of things in MMA that are necessary. Uh, Rhonda has been, uh, you know, a problem, obviously. But, uh, I think well, I mean, Rhonda's been a problem to Rhonda right now. So when they come back, I mean, I think they could have another good third match. But I think a lot of people are looking at it as a, a third match possibility. Let's go to our next one. Kev, it's a heavyweight fight between Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt. Who do you have? I have no fucking clue is what I have. Uh <laughs> Are you passionate one way or the other, Tonin? Can we like? Uh, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys this. I have Mark Hunt if he legally changes his name to Mike instead of Mark. <laughs> so would be <laughs> just because I want to hear them announce that over and over and over. Oh again. God! If you <laughs> chew on some broccoli, right? Mm-hmm. As I want to hear them say Mike, Mike. Yep. Hunt. Yep. Over and over and over. Those of us on with uh, television, and the fact that his parents <laughs> got so close and just didn't name him Mike and then Mark instead, it's just it's just it, it's a disservice to having the name Hunt. Absolutely. It really is. Let me ask if you. If I had that last me. name, a hundred percent, my kid's name would be Mike. And I would tell my kid that he has to name every one of his male children, Mike, even the females, even the females, because it would make sense for the females, too. When asked if he would change his own name, if his name were Gary Hunt, Gary said, no, I like it. I'm going to stick with Gary. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take Brock, then. Let's just do it that way. You take Mark Hunt for the hope that his name changes. I have so much fun with Mark Hunt's name that, uh, that, yeah. And I'll choose the guy that might be on steroids but said he's been tested seven times. Absolutely. How dare you insinuate he's on steroids? Just look at him. He has a dagger tattoo pointed to his face and cock on his chest. Is that a a dagger? Is that that what that is? Uh, Gary, I think Gary brings up something very important. A long time ago, he had a grenade on there. And when it was just a grenade, there was no sword yet. And people were saying it looked like a penis. And then he added the shaft. I'm not (laughs) kidding. Well, you you know, hey, guys, uh, you know, some people have been talking about my tattoo (laughs) and they've been saying it may or may not resemble a phallic object. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to attach a long, slender uh, object off the end of it so that we can just clear the air mm-hmm. so that everybody's aware that it's not a phallic object. You know? I, he doesn't have a friend that could articulate that, apparently, and amuse the group, which is a rare quality. 
Uh, but that would have been helpful because I believe there's laughed. There's actually a Joe Rogan <laughs> bit where he's like, you know, Brock Lesnar is just so big. He's just so fucking huge that like he just makes decisions and you would have to go along with that. Like if Brock Lesnar decided he was gay and he wanted to fuck you, you would just have to be fucked by him. That's exactly what you would just have to have do right then and there. Uh, I mean, yeah. I've said many times, now, I don't know if I let that, uh, I mean, well, letting it happen and, you know, trying to defend yourself and failing are two completely different things. <laughs> uh, but uh, I have said many times that, like, if Gabby Garcia comes up to you mm-hmm. and says, like, hey, like, I'm down. Like, I really like, you know, I really like you. Like, you have to do it just for the story, mm. right? Like, don't you? Yeah. No? I feel the exact same way about Brock Lesnar. If you <laughs> no, Brock Lesnar, I, bar, don't know. I don't know. I pinched my ass and was like, back. it's time. Don't you have to for the I totally, story? I, I'll tell you, although I, I don't know if I feel the same way, but I wouldn't judge you because I get what you're saying based off of what I was talking about with Jenny. Well, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't if it was Mark Hunt. I want to go on the record saying, <laughs> "Nope." You would. I have. There's a. There's a certain status. You guys are both fucks. Mark down. Hunt would write you the best poem that you would never expect. <laughs> yeah, he take does, you out for the best dinner. dinner, and you guys are just straight up sluts about this situation. But you know what? That's fine. All right, so we've got Kevin like with Brock. Kev. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and we've got uh, we've got Gary going for Mark. Wish he was Mike Hunt. And let's go to our next <laughs> fetch. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Thank you for saying that. It's like Please. the little things that make Gary it's amazing. Happy. It was so it's much fun just hearing that. Just like a child glee of hearing him laugh is uh, it's not hard to do but when you do it right it's there all right guys let's go to our final bout is a light heavyweight match between daniel cormier versus john jones gary tell us who's gonna win you've got 20 seconds to map it out damn man this is tough but i want with every fiber of my being for cormier to win i just think john jones is just a straight up dick but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm going to just say Cormier just because I want him to win, not because I think he's going to win. I actually think Jones is going to win, but let's, for the record, let's say that I think Cormier is going to win. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I, I think he takes it way more seriously. I think John Jones just relies a lot more on confidence and some, like, you know, athletic ability. I mean, he's just certainly got – certainly got some talent i mean he certainly got he certainly works on his, his skills and things it's not to say that he doesn't have some skills it's just you know what how i look at this match Please. it's how i look at a match between me and gordon and like god damn i hope <laughs> gordon loses every single time he has a match you guys have no idea like just the things that come out of his mouth i just i hate it i hate it so much listening to him talk about how good he is and I just want him to lose. I want him to misstep and fail, especially <laughs> basketball team. And yeah, I just, oh, it would just be right, so satisfying. Right. I, I know you. You and the Gordon thing is so that I that I I really I just I can't want anything more than Cormier to win. Sorry, go. Okay, Kevin. Sorry. Let's <laughs> let's see if we review something real quick. Go for it. 
Gary had an issue with somebody being super athletic. Yeah. Go. Uh, I'm going to ride that athletic train to the John Jones, train. Gordon Ryan. <laughs> Long text. Sorry, guys. John Jones. What was that? <laughs> I've got to go with Bones. And I also think he's a dick. And I love it. And let me also put a caveat. That's a fascinating grappling match to me. If you and he grappled. That would be interesting. John, John Jones, Jones? You think that's a fascinating match? Do you say that? Yeah, I think that's an interesting grappling okay, match. Okay, let's go let's go over the record and just say that Gary Conan will it'll be worse than whatever's gonna happen with Gary Conan and Halleck Grace. You John think, Jones is you think horrible you, at jujitsu. Really? Horrible. You think you it'll just be the, destroy it'll him. be a massacre. I would love for the love of God, I'd love to see that happen. It's just going to be the worst thing in the world for him. I'll end him. Okay. It's, it's going to be so bad. I hope, I don't think anybody that's important ever listens to this podcast. But, there. and like, I just, I hope he hears it and I hope it rings, I hope it, it hurts him somehow to hear that I say that in a grappling match, he's just going to get utterly dominated by me. Because he will. Sorry, it's just going to be the worst thing ever. Okay, okay. Let's I mean, short of short of all that, all the stuff with you know all the personal problems. Okay, yeah, you know, sure, yeah. Like all two of the grappling. I love that. Yeah, that might be worse. Okay, but, but Gary, <laughs> let's close. let's discuss a few people here. Okay, I'm going to name some names. Yeah. Okay. Vitor, yeah. Leoto, Quinton. Bader. Just a few of the people who have been submitted by... Are we doing inkblots right now? Or are you... Sorry. Oh, no, inkblots. Yes, we're doing <laughs> over-the-phone inkblots. Great yeah. job. There, it's not helpful for psychiatry, but... It'll You're just yelling, yelling like last names at me. I don't know. First and last names. What I'm saying is John Jones has submitted several people who you at first i mean when i saw him fight i was like oh i don't think he's gonna submit them oh and he has that's a very strange thing now it's not to say that you're not good or that you don't see the holes because i think some people definitely see the holes it's just a matter of implementing something against this very athletic human being so you mean to tell us specimen you mean to tell us that you would have an easier time taking down that person who has some very high profile submissions Easier than Hollett Gracie. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. John Jones like a it's like a cupcake dream matchup. Cupcake oh my god. Like matchup. Birthday, like, it's like it's like a birthday all over again. Like, oh my god. I thought Hollett Gracie was Christmas morning, but John Jones, oh my gosh. You know, it's just like just it's just uh, it's like taking candy from a baby. It's, uh, there's so many problems, but it's... Okay, okay. Hit me off. Hit me off on this because I'll, I'll indulge this. So, John Jones, what are you finishing him off with? I feel that there's some sort of leg attack. Whatever you want. Oh, God. Yeah, listen. MMA is so different from jiu-jitsu. Yeah, Absolutely. he submitted those guys in the context of a fight. Sure. Can jiu-jitsu come on, guys? <laughs> I love your confidence. Your confidence is, reminds me like why you're almost headlining the Metamorris event. <laughs> but your confidence has like uh, I do I dig it. I guess that's the fighter sort of. Yeah. 
and Gary, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, he softened those uh, those people up through punches and kicks because he's very good at with that. With his two twins, his elbows. Mm-hmm. But Gary, now let's flip the script. Let's say you're about to be training MMA, or you're about to be fighting uh-huh. at some point in the future. Would you fight him in MMA? Would I fight John Jones? Yeah. Would I fight him? I mean, you know, right now, God knows. Nice you know, check. Not, not, nowhere near ready for you know something like that. But uh, I mean, oh, I mean, he's best in that division. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, it would never happen, and it could never be sanctioned. So it's kind of a weird thing to even talk about. But I, mean, I don't know. If we let that Gary Tone and Diet go on for too much longer, I think it can. <laughs> Yeah, we can get chipped at two hundred five, right? <laughs> yeah, it will more more along the lines of I've never had a professional or an amateur fight, so yeah, <laughs> it's not so much about the weight class. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, if I was active fighting in any capacity where I believe that it could be sanctioned, I probably would just solely for the idea that there's just like oh, zero to lose and so much to be gained. Yeah. I would do it. Um, but do I believe, would I, would I fight him? Of course. But the question of like, do I believe I would beat him in a fight? I, I don't know. It's, it's too early to tell. Of course. Yeah, I'm glad for the MMA training and things like that, you know, it's, it's hard for me to believe that like anybody that's, you know, really top level, you know, in MMA that I'm going to be able to somehow, you know, beat you know, in a grappling match, you know, I'll, I'll talk shit for sure, but you know, I don't want to, I don't want to overstep my bounds. Just in a Fair sense enough. where I, I truly believe that I'm, I don't know exactly what I'm, you know, what I'm <laughs> messing with exactly yet in the MMA world. You know. There's a lot of walk back on that, so you're fine. I think you'll be okay. But the thing is, is that uh, last time I talked with Danaher, he said he wanted to get you a grappling match with Donald Cerrone, who would be a training partner yeah. of John Jones, which would be a great thing. Are we ever going to see that? Oh, I mean, it wasn't him trying to get me the match. Uh, Muscle Farm, or maybe, or uh, I think it was them. Maybe it was somebody else. Yeah, I want to say it was them. Was trying to put on some promotion where that was a potential matchup, and I don't know if it was if he decided he didn't want to do it or what the deal was. I got the sense that maybe it was his decision that he didn't want to do it, but I really don't know. I'd love it if he did want to do it. It's going to be up to him. Of course I would love the match. Okay, I mean, before Uh, I I let you answer that a little more, uh, were you motorboating your cell phone as you were doing that? No, no, no. My phone is, I just, this is a new phone, by the way. It Mm. periodically vibrates while I like it doesn't that's sorry it shouldn't say vibrate it makes like a buzzing noise uh, periodically mm-hmm. yeah. when I'm on the phone oh so, yeah that just happens okay. I, I don't know what to say I was going to return it they changed some setting and it didn't happen for a while and then basically two weeks later which is was the window for me to return the phone it started buzzing again so I'm screwed so there's really nothing <laughs> there's really nothing I can do to fix it so that's going to happen let's, forever now. let's see if we can throw that into your uh, Metamora's contract they got to give you like New a team phone subscription or something bitches. yeah um, okay. Well, Gary, we've reached the end of all of the picking. So what happens now is in case we have tiebreakers, cause you and Kevin did agree on a number of fights. We go to fight of the night. They give out one fight of the night between obviously two fighters and then they give out two performances of the night. So it's no longer submission or knockout of the night. It's just two people get submission or I'm sorry, two people get performance of the night and then there is a fight of the night. So do you have any inclination toward any of those? 
Yeah, sure, why not? Let's give uh, let's give fight of the night to uh, Frankie and Aldo. Okay. Or sorry, uh, yeah, and then uh, performance of the night. Uh, one of the chick fights. Let's say the Misha Tate fight. Okay, so Misha Tate gets that. Yep. Okay. Sure. And oh, then so the performance of the night only goes to a single person. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with Misha Tate. Okay, and that's one performance of the night. You got one more to give. Oh, there's two. Kane Velasquez. Okay. Kev, what do you got for us? Fight of the night goes to Cormier Jones. Because okay. I think we're going to get a fired up Cormier enough to make it lively. And Jones doesn't like to knock people out in the first round because he enjoys the spectacle. Performance of the night, Frankie Edgar. That's me stepping on Gary's pick. Second performance, second performance of the night goes... Oh, to Brock Lesnar. Fuck it. They're like, we got to keep him happy. Fine. Wow. I wanted to pick something cooler, but it didn't have it in me. So Brock Lesnar, the person who was going to beat Mike. Uh, what's his last name? Uh, Hunt. Uh, it's, it's, mm, it's escaping me. Well, I think that's very good. Gary. We always defer to the guest on this one. You said you had something in mind for a challenge for Kevin. We are interested to hear what it is. So without yeah. any further ado, what is the bet that you would like to make with Kevin about this pay-per-view? Well, now, the thing is, the thing that I'm worried about with what I was thinking is that, like, I, I'm guessing that you guys try to promote, like, what, like, prove that you did whatever I say. And I don't know if you guys will be able to do this. But anyway, I say he shaves his pubes in a Fu Manchu. Like the way that I, or a handlebar mustache, the way that I have my current oh, mustache. God. Uh, and he keeps it that way for like a week, two weeks, something like that. Yeah, accepted. Done. <laughs> and uh, you'll get, we'll wow. figure out a way to make it proof, right? Like, <laughs> that's between you guys. I'm officially no longer a moderator on that one. Uh, I want, I want, 30 seconds of an acapella 90s R&B song sung in my honor via video. Wow, that's almost like a gift, but yeah, 100% I'll do that. <laughs> uh, 100%, Ken, 100% I'll do that. Ken, First of all, um, the world just going to find out how beautiful Gary Tonin's voice is. <laughs> I, I definitely have a story for that, but Kev, here's the thing. I think you're being too nice with 30 seconds. I think it's got to be a full minute because 30 seconds will barely get you to one chorus. Uh, that's a great call. And he sounds like he's feeling inspired. Why don't I, why don't I just write an entire song? Perfect. Well, Whatever, here's, like, the, here's the reason why is because – and I have yet to write up this experience. But this 100% happened to me when I was interviewing Gary. I've written a couple of songs. You know that, right? You've written songs? I've written songs, yeah. Uh-oh. Wait. <laughs> hold on. Let's take they're a pause publicly, here for a They're minute. not publicly. No, nobody knows about them, but I've written a couple of songs. So you mean to tell me that you're going to drop a Hot Fire mixtape? Bridge, chorus, refrain. I got it all, bro. <laughs> to Gina Gee 2, Gary, at Metamorris. What's that? You're going to do Gina Gee 2, even gear? Wait, are you saying that I'm agreeing to sing a song about you at Metamorphosis? No, 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 no. Also, G as and G, the G stands for Gary. That's the mm. punch of the song. <laughs> I love yeah, how they, 
you the, release a fight album that kind of mimics the Tupac Biggie game. Kev, here's the thing, though. What if Gary had to sing Gina Gee to you, though? That would be amazing. That would be spectacular. And right with the theme of his True. current So, Oh, God. Yup. Oh, that's that's how my singing talent is gonna I was, be. I was also like, that's I had some Brian McKnight in my oh. mind. Uh, Brian McKnight. Uh, like- Kev, we'll let you decide the song later. But here's the story <laughs> with Gary. One time I had to interview him, and Gary, this is absolutely true. While setting up, proceeds to break into Stu's song from The Hangover, as sung by Ed Helms, and. He doesn't just sing like the first few bars or get to like the recognizable parts. No, Gary makes full eye contact with me and sings the entire song, which is about a minute 30. But the thing is, is like Gary, it's in the same way that Gary rolls or Gary competes in which he's making full sustained eye contact with you as if like, don't look away. You're looking at me sing the song. And at which point I was like, all right, then I'll stare right back at you, Gary. But he didn't stop. And this is exactly a very true story. And we also discovered that Gary had some musical talent when he was in high school. And he was cast as the Zac Efron character from High School Music. Shut the fuck up. You used to have to say in the past tense. Like, I don't have it anymore. Gary, we have no evidence of this. We believe he might still be capable of the song. Anyone can find the rhythm. I mean, I don't know if you're the next Enrique Iglesias, if I'm being very honest here. I just know that you sometimes sing songs, but we have no real proof to know if it's auto-tuned or not. I'm just saying things, Gary. Wow. But it sounds like we've at least got a bet on the table. To We do have a bet on the table. We've got Kevin, who has to shave his pubes into the iconic Gary Tonin Hulk Hogan mustache. And we have Gary, who has agreed to sing a song, either a minute or a full-length song, potentially G and a G, to Kevin. Um, we will then watch this uh, UFC pay-per-view. Gary, the way it normally works is we have you guys watch the pay-per-view. Will you be watching this weekend now? Will I be watching this weekend? I mean, I kind of have to. I also don't remember all my picks, so you're going to have to like send me a write-up or something so that I can root for whoever I picked for. <laughs> Absolutely. for the wrong guy. I don't know about that. I mean, the fun is, is that what we do is the following week, you're welcome to come back on the show and we discuss the fights and what we thought about it. And we reveal the person who won on the air live. So maybe I won't. All right. Well, Kevin already gave me a BJ to come on to this show. So what do I get to come on the one after? Uh, the old (laughs) RJ, which is a little secret (laughs) we call the money maker. Hey, hey. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Very Gotta good. Keep Very good. The talent happy. I like it. You know, that one's, uh, you know, not everybody's willing to do that. It's 2016. <laughs> you know, everybody's got to embrace it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like how you're getting down with the times, bro. It's good. Absolutely. Kevin's definitely very progressive in that way. And I have to say this I have to say, Gary, we appreciate you coming on tonight. Where can people find you on the social media? I like, I like how you just cut us off there to make sure that we didn't. <laughs> didn't get too too deep into the into the action there. I mean, all I'm saying uh, yeah, is uh, it's called good hosting, Gary. One day you'll understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you guys can pretty much all under my name, um, you know, except for the Facebook thing, Gary the Lion Killer Tonin, or you know, Gary the you know uh, uh, 
not so uh, not so sure about the size of Gary. His genitalia thrown in, according to Kevin. Um, but uh, and then uh, Twitter, same thing, and you know, Instagram, all that stuff. Close enough to Gary Tone, and maybe one of them has an underscore in between the two or something like that. I think but it's your Twitter. You yes, guys right. know where to find me. <laughs> all right, but Gary. He's going to be fighting at Metamorphosis uh, uh, coming up, and then there's also a fight to win in San Francisco, which I believe is going to yeah. be spectacular. Who are you fighting there? I am fighting Dustin Akbari. He actually beat me in uh, Abu Dhabi Trials match years ago uh, by two points. I tried to hit him with a body lock takedown. He bridged on top, uh, got two points, and then I wasn't able to score by the end of the match, so he beat me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that was very sad for me. Well, so I'm looking forward to avenge that loss. Very well, much looks so. like it's going to be good stuff. You are... You are going to be doing some high, highly entertaining stuff, and we're glad, Gary, that we were able to get you on the show before you had a change of conscience and decided that you uh, needed to take off more stripes off of your belt or you know downgrade yourself for coming on our show. But we appreciate you for doing that. Sure, sure, sure. No problem, no problem. Uh, we're probably going to do some seminars in the uh, San Jose and San Francisco area, so check those out. Gordon's going to be with me just begrudgingly, despite the fact that I, I don't ever want him anywhere near me ever, oh, uh, he'll probably be there. So, yeah. That's well, good stuff, dude. Well, well, we, two of us. You have a cool well, we look forward to uh, seeing terrible Instagrams between you and him. And uh, more importantly, uh, we look forward to those matches. Gary, we also look forward to talking with you after we see if you are right or if you are way worse at this than Kevin. Look forward to seeing uh, Kevin's Fu Manchu pubes. You uh, might the be world the only is. person yeah, to say that, I believe. There's at least six people in the downtown Denver area that are going to be very pleased. So we're all set. <laughs> well, Gary, thank you again all for coming right. through. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Tonin. I have a strange feeling I'm going to get beat up by Gary Tonin in the future. Like, not necessarily in the next six months, but I can feel it in the next year. I actually just texted him, attack Kevin's knee. I don't know if that was right, but I also didn't tell him which knee. So, Well, normally I'd be upset, but with him, I mean, what does it matter? Like, he didn't need that prompt. There was a (laughs) pretty good shot we were going to end up there in a painful way anyway. So it just kind of works. Not going to lie, I had, uh, you know, sometimes you have jokes in the chamber for when you see somebody the next time. And the joke I had in the chamber was, oh, Gary Tone and heel hook, boring. I didn't know it was going to be as satisfying as it was to uh, tell him that. But it was very. No, it was super satisfying. It was like, oh, man, I think that joke's going to land. I'm going to hold on to that joke until I see him the next time. And then uh, sure enough. Yeah, yep. we got our Gary Tone and Binder out and did all of them tonight. We'll have to read them. It's not going to be hard. Uh, you've you've heard him now. We have done a ton of show. That's going to do it for us. We're going to do some shout outs here. I'm in the Lovato seminar ref. It's official. List awesome. is sealed. I took two and a half hours of work off for it because. When this type of thing is happening, you know, you got to, that's what personal time is for. <laughs> the soul. 
Took it. Don't even feel bad. Hashtag don't feel bad. That's my shout out. It's a self-promoting. Did it. Can't wait for the seminar. We're just double checking. You were shouting out yourself? I was kind of shouting out just that I got into the Lovato seminar. So it's like a shout out to that. But it's still complimenting yourself for getting into it by yeah. signing up. I'm, I'm okay. in a confident mode. I don't, I don't know what happened. Okay, well, good good for you. Thank you. You know, you do you. You feel what's important to you. That's that's an important step in your I'm life. Working on it. Um, I just want to say, you know, thanks to Gary Tonin because it was very nice of him to come on. And, and you know, the most important thing, Kev, when you're talking with Gary is at the end of the day, it's not about who wins or loses to Halleck, you know. It's it's just like who hates Gordon Moore. So that's it. That's it. So thanks, Gary. We appreciate you coming on. Twice. He's still coming. Twice. Just leave a lot of voicemails in my life. Yeah. Uh, let's also say a nice thank you to everybody over at Valley Martial Arts Center. Good training over this week. I want to send a special shout out to our man, Hassan, for killing it, doing great teaching. And then let's also send a shout out to Breakdown Academy. Guys, again, I can't say this enough. Next week before EBI, we have got our good friend, Alex Eklund, who's going to be doing a seminar that's over at Breakdown Academy in North Hollywood. It is on Wednesday, July 13th. Come catch some of the coolest no-gi stuff that this guy does. Black belt from Vitor Shalin. And uh, it is going to be a $40 donation, uh, much in the same way how he has an academy over there where all the people who uh, go to his academy, they do donation-based kind of teaching instruction over there. So we ask that you guys bring a $40 donation so that we can go ahead and help him take care of his costs of traveling and getting on out here and giving you guys good jujitsu in exchange. He's good people, and uh, I can't wait. He told me I'm rolling with him, so I'm stoked for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to that. But uh, I think that's going to do it for me. That'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Tonight we dance. It was like something I don't know. Get it on inside. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Nothing can stop us tonight. <laughs>